Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about, oh, we're going to talk about dealing with rejection. Ooh, people hate to be rejected. That's why everybody hates selling. Ooh, I hate to be rejected. Victor, I don't like how I feel afterwards. Oh, it's so miserable. I worked the deal so hard. It didn't work out in the long run. I put all that time and effort and they still said no. I went out of my way to get them this, that, 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 and they never got back to me. I feel so rejected. Is that you, man? If that is you, I understand your pain. So let's talk about rejection a little bit. And then, you know, let's just kind of open it up a little bit, right? Let's talk about what rejection really is. You know, rejection is one of those things that, you know, it'll end your sales career. You know, it'll literally end your sales career because people get rejected like, oh, I'm not good at selling. You know what? I'm not good at selling. I'm going to, I'm just going to go to get a, I don't know, a desk job. I'm not good at selling. I'm just not good at it. Well, look, the majority of people are never born to sell. It's not natural, right? Selling is not a natural act. It is an unnatural act. The fact that you have to stop what you're doing, you know, interrupt people, try to convince them, show them, present to them, close them, and then try to get their money for the product in exchange for value, of course, is really something that's not a natural act. It's, you know, it's not like eating, right? So that's natural. So selling is something that we have to learn how to do. And I've mentioned this in the past, and I think it was a company by the name of Sales Benchmark Index did a study years ago, said 13%, one three, 13% of people are natural born salespeople, natural born salespeople. That means 87% of us, and that includes me, yours truly, are not natural born salespeople. We have to work at it. I have to work at it. You know my background. I started out in engineering. I have an electrical engineering degree. I had to learn how to sell. You know, engineers are just not known for being the most extroverted type of people to go out there and sell things. So I had to learn how to sell. And rejection is part of the process. I mean, that's something that you have to adopt. And the thing is, I want you to keep in mind is that when people reject your product, when people reject your service, when people don't call you back, which is another form of rejection, right, or just ignore you, they're not rejecting you. Now, I know you've heard this. I just want to beat it in your head again. It's not about you. Stop being so egotistical. It's not about you. It's about the product or service. Now, could you have done something to maybe help the sale along? Of course you can, and we're going to talk about that. But let's also shift our paradigm here. What if we view rejection as like a good thing, like it's an indicator. You know what I mean? Because rejection is an indicator that something is not right. Rejection is an indicator that you're doing something wrong. In fact, I don't even like the way I said that. Rejection is that you're not doing something right. That's a much better way of putting it, right? You're not doing something right. And we just need to figure it out. That's all it means. We need to figure it out. So for example, if, it's an, if rejection is an indicator that you're not doing something right, then what do we need to fix? Well, let's go back to the three Ps, right? People will reject you basically for three Ps, right? The first P is the product itself. Maybe that's not a product fit for them. It's not aligned with what they want. Or maybe they already have that product and they don't see the need to move over. Or maybe they simply don't like the product. Whatever it may be, there's something about the product that they're not vibing with, right? They don't like. 
But how do we fix that? Well, you fix that in the pitch. That's the second P. If it's the product, well, you can always fix the product with a good pitch. By a good pitch, I mean a good presentation. What does a good presentation consist of? You show them the real value beyond what's written on the specifications on the box or in the instructions or in the, you know, the technical specs. What is the real value of that product? That's what goes into the pitch. You need to show customers, we've talked about this in the past, B2B, show them how your product or service is going to help them increase their revenue. Show them how your product or service is going to help them reduce their cost. Show them how your product or service is going to help them expand their market share. If you can show them any one of these or all three, then that's a presentation pitch that will overcome any adversity or any doubt or uncertainty about the product. Most people simply don't focus on the pitch. They blame not selling on the product, or they also blame it on the third P, which is price. This is what most salespeople do. I'm sorry to say, don't get mad at me, but most salespeople blame the product or the price. That's it, product or price. And again, both of these can be fixed with a great pitch, with a good presentation. And so keep this in mind that it's never really about the product. I mean, unless you're totally selling to the wrong market. But if you know who your target market is, you know it's not the product. And if you're targeting the right people, right, your right market segment, your right demographics, then you know it really isn't about the price. I had somebody say to me, Victor, well, I have customers and I'm trying to sell them and they simply don't have the money. Victor, they simply don't have the money and I don't think they're lying. That's what he told me. He told me that. He said, Victor, they don't have the money and I don't think they're lying. And I don't think you're lying, I told him. I believe what you're telling me. And I believe what your customers are telling you, that they don't have the money. So what can we do? He says, what do you mean? I said, well, what can you do about it? He says, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. I said, well, here's what you're going to do. He says, if it's not the price, because they simply don't have the money, there's nothing wrong with your price. It's very competitive. They simply don't have the money. Then you're selling to the wrong market segment. You're selling to the wrong people. You can't sell an expensive product to people who don't have the money. You can't sell to a large corporation, you know, a, a, a small company, things that only large corporations can afford. So in other words, you have to change who your target market is. If you know who your target market is, then you know that they need the product and you know what their price point is. For example, if it's B2C, I'm going to target, let's say, married couples with income of over, let's say, $150,000. And I know if I'm talking to those people, it's not the price. It's not the price, and I know that the product fits. If I'm selling B2B, if again, I target corporations that are making more than $25 million in annual revenue, and I know they use that type of product, then guess what? It's not the money. It's all in the pitch. It's all in the presentation. So your pitch fixes product and price. So keep that in mind. If you're being rejected, the indicator is that one of those three is broken, and most likely it's the pitch. It's not the product. It's not the price. Stop blaming those two. Third thing I want to talk about is when somebody says no to you, don't take it personally. You know, like, oh, my God, they rejected me. Don't do that. In my mind, I'm always going, when they say no, I say next. I want you to say that to yourself. When they say no, I say next, which means when you say no to me, I'm just going to move on to the next 
client or opportunity. Look, there's so much business out there. There's so many customers to go after. You know, I want you to have that abundance mindset that there's always more business out there that you can get. So when they say no, you just sit your mind go, okay, well, great. Thanks for telling me. Next, and go straight to the next customer. Don't think about it. Again, always reflect on why you lost a sale. You know, why did I lose a sale? What could I have done better? That's reflection. And I, I'm always encouraging to reflect on why you lost a deal. Really think about it. But don't sit there and just get down on yourself that you got rejected. So I'd rather you reflect then worry about rejecting, right? You with me on that? Lastly, again, the real sales mindset is that the rejection is not about you. That's the first part. And two, rejection is part of the game. That's why you're in sales. If you don't like rejection, get out of sales. It's that easy. Rejection, as I mentioned, is an indicator that something's wrong. Either the product, target market, or price is off because you're not focusing on the right target market, or Again, your product pitch or your service pitch is not where it should be. And last but not least, one more time, when they say no, what are you going to say next? And just move on to the next opportunity. That's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, if you haven't checked it out, you must check it out. The Sales Mastery Academy is up and rolling. And, oh, we got some great people on the platform. 25 courses, 300 videos, 12 bucks. And by the way, I'm adding a course every month. I just added one on qualifying sales opportunities. Ooh, it's a good program. If you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.